0: All right.
1: Historically and today, our country has been overrun by those with money and power, giving little voice to the everyday American. We're here to change that. Welcome to All Rise, The Libertarian Way with retired Judge Jim Gray. Each week, our program addresses the problems we are facing in our country, as well as thought-provoking and effective libertarian solutions. This could change the way you see opportunities in your life and your children's lives as well. Now, here is Judge Jim Gray.
2: Well, hello and welcome wherever you are around our great country or actually around the world. We have people listening. It's amazing from China, from Russia, from Ireland, uh, the Ukraine. Lots of different places, but this is Judge Jim Gray on the Voice America Network with All Rise, the libertarian way with Judge Jim Gray. I know you knew that because you've already found us, but the <clears> idea <throat> being that if we get information out, that we get truthful, honest information discussed where most people don't, we will all rise together, and we're going to do that certainly today. That I, I am bringing you as our guest today a lady named Sue Reeb, R-U-E-B, who is a hero and And I'm going to embarrass her a bit but but she is one of those people who, unbeknownst to her, was confronted by a serious problem with her daughter with kristen and uh she was kind of falling through the cracks because and from an educational, medical, social, even criminal systems, she was you know accurately brained. Addressed with a brain injury, but the the cause was was unknown, and she was being misdiagnosed and was really falling through the cracks. So Sue Reeb, as well as her was her wonderful husband Jerry, actually has formed something called Brain, which stands for, uh, where am I? It uh, is brain, 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 rehabilitation. brain rehabilitation and injury network, injury and, network. and is helping yes. people that have been subject to brain injuries, and not only them but actually with the family members they're doing us as a team so sue reeb thank you bless you and just tell us a little bit about yourself and 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 how you got into this system with kristen and and uh, just give us a little bit of that story about the misdiagnosis because i know basically a lot of doctors said well it's just your fault if you worked harder as a mother she wouldn't have these problems mm-hmm. which it had to have been devastating but congratulations <sighs> thank you for us all welcome to all rise and please give us a little bit of that background
3: Yes. Well, first of all, Judge, I want to thank you for inviting me to All Rise. It is a privilege to be here and have a voice, actually on behalf of the voiceless in our country and, yes, the world. Uh, I got into this not because I wanted to. This was a club that nobody wishes to join, but my first uh, pregnancy went perfectly. And we had a beautiful little baby girl on August 3rd, 1975. But the process of giving birth to her was very traumatic and ended up being life-changing for not only our daughter, but for our entire family. Because I was overdosed uh, mistakenly. Uh, We have no um, blame. Uh, against anyone there in the hospital, but she was overdosed. I was overdosed on Pitocin uh, that would bring about um, more regular contractions, and they quickly realized that they had put both baby and mother in distress. So there was a lack of oxygen to Kristen's brain while they worked to keep me alive, and uh, once I was stabilized, uh, they took her immediately by a rushed forceps procedure. Uh, I have to tell you, I don't know if the forceps actually saved her life or damaged her more. Uh, we learned later on, uh, when she was three, uh, that she had uh, eye issues, hearing issues probably all caused by the four steps but the biggest uh, issue and problem became the working of her brain and the ability to make good decisions. You know, Judge, when you're a little child, uh, your brain is working to uh, replicate neurons and to learn and do more and more every second. But if the brain has been disturbed and injured in some way, uh, that replication of neurons stops, And uh, we did not understand for years. We just saw her behavior that was so different than other children. Kristen was very verbal, so she appeared very intelligent, and I believe she is to this day. Intelligent. But as you and I know, intelligence only without frontal lobe type of uh, procedures and protocols. Uh, if you are not emotionally or strategically working uh, for your body, you can make poor decisions and each one topples into the next. Um, for instance, when she was three, she burned her hand on the iron while I was ironing, and she cried, and I comforted her. The next day, she did it again. The next day, she did it again. Uh, and obviously, I stopped ironing in front of her, but it concerned us because we saw a lack of memory, short-term memory, and cause and effect, which is all frontal lobe type of um, exercises that we all automatically have. Um, It was very difficult. We took her to doctors who said she was basically just a strong-willed child, and we needed to break her will uh, because we couldn't seem to get through to her. To follow us to obey us and something in the back of our minds both her dad and I we looked at each other one day and said what if she can't make the proper decision there's a big difference judge between can't and won't right and and so (laughs) That is what put us on a direction of going to various neurologists, uh, psychologists, uh, psychiatrists. Uh, She did not finish uh, her school. Uh, Jerry and I became her frontal lobes, trying to help her through high school. Remember, she was very verbal. Just verbal skills only does not get you through, uh, you know, your school. Her written skills were not good. Um, Her decision-making was almost nil. Um, Anyway, I have written a book. Uh, In fact, I'm doing some updating, Judge. I'm... uh, writing and and putting in a few extra chapters of who's crazy now, Uh, because Kristen, at this point, is, um, let's see, 1975, uh, August. Uh, In August, she'll be uh, 45 years old, and um, today she is in a board and care facility, Uh, The best we could find was a mental health facility. But I'm telling you, this is what has been so difficult, is that mental health, like um, bipolar, schizophrenia, um, complete mental illness, lack of reality, is different than a brain injury that has actually uh, something has actually caused an injury to the brain. Yes. But the two, the two sometimes present similarly. So how do I get across to a doctor that she doesn't just need a bank of medications? Uh, because what has happened to Kristen? Is that her decisions ended her up in and out of jail, in and out of many uh, drug facilities because she uh, chose to self-medicate, which I think we all would do, um, without a clarity of knowing what was going on. Why does she feel different than everyone? Why does she have a lack of social skills? why does she for instance uh see a pretty dress she wants in the store and she just takes it because she likes it yeah and then it's well, completely me, uh, st- uh, yeah does let that me make you sense stop for a
2: moment uh, i was not aware that you had written a book uh let's have a promo uh it's was it called who's crazy now
3: correct and right now uh interestingly enough i only have a few copies left uh, but I will tell you where you can get it, because I'm doing a reprint to bring everybody up to date. It will tell this entire story, and now this new edition is going to uh, bring everyone up to date about where she is now Good. and why the system is still broken, Judge
2: so, where can my audience and where can I get a copy of Sue Reeb's book "Rueb <laughs> Who's Crazy Now"? That's a, that's a softball question,
3: and that can be purchased through our website. You are going to email office at the brain site s i t e dot org office at thebrainsite.org, and um, we will try to get you a copy and uh, anyone else who wants one, and if we don't, if we run out, you will be on the list when the others are printed.
2: Good. Okay, what was the first word of that website?
3: Office, O-F-F-I-C-E.
2: Office, Office brain Site dot org. site is The S-I-T-E. brain
3: site. Yeah, it's T-H-E-B-R-A-I-N-S-I-T-E.org.
2: Gotcha. Okay, well, that, that certainly is helpful. And, Sue, again, I mean, you're a hero to me. Uh, for what you have done you've taken a, a tragedy that most people would just live with or allow their daughter to be in jail or whatever and you've actually saw you, you you took it to the experts and saw that they didn't know what they were doing and you become right. an expert yourself and now of course we're we're going to talk about your uh, your your brain uh, activity uh, B R A I N. but uh, uh take us back because I was on the mental health calendar for several years as a judge presiding, and I got through that and did not understand that there was a difference between someone who was mentally ill with with schizophrenia or whatever, uh, which is an yes. awful thing, and the rest, as opposed to a brain injury. Uh, you have to treat them differently. Yes. You're the one that educated me about that uh, too late from my standpoint being on the Mental health calendar, but but, but how right. is it, how is it treated differently? What what can you do with regard to brain injury and get into brain? Because this is something that that uh, I'd really like our audience to hear. There, I'm sure are people out there that have uh, family members, friends that have had a brain injury. Uh, tell us what Brain Rehabilitation and Injury Network does and uh, how how it how it approaches someone who you first comes in the. For the first time uh, with whatever the diagnosis is, tell us then what happens because this is a wonderful contribution you have made for our society.
3: Mm, Thank you. First of all, I want to say the frustration I had when I went to the um, internet and I uh, Googled brain injury and could not really find an accurate definition, and I thought, what what is going on? So, what we are talking about right now is something that is very ill-defined, both in the medical system and the med- mental health system. So, it is a giant pit, uh, a quagmire of um, a lot of different opinions and data, and meanwhile, people fall through the cracks. So here is my best shot at it, Judge. An injury is something that takes place, an event, something that happens, a car accident, a fall, a fight, um, a baseball bat, a gunshot, something that happens to the brain. To put injuries into it. Uh, TBI is a traumatic brain injury. There is also acquired brain injury, which is a stroke, an aneurysm, or anything vascular. And we help both vascular stroke uh, people and TBI head injured people. Now, The mental illness part is uh, a disease that is progressive, that takes place and takes them outside of their own reality, and they are never uh, truly able uh, to go back uh, to a reality-based person. Um, I would say the difference that you treat them is that there are times when a brain-injured person has difficulty maybe um, staying within reality, but it is not the norm for them. And that is what we do. We speak to them. We give them therapy and help them uh, build uh, neurons that are basically only sleeping, not destroyed like a disease. Um, A person who's been in a car accident uh, could have paralysis, inability to talk, um, inability to walk. In some way, uh, but they are thinking clearly to know that they can get better. There are a few, every single uh, brain injury is unique because every person God made is unique. And so it becomes really difficult to understand, and I'm not slamming doctors, but They are quick to say, oh, this person will never get well. This person, uh, oh, it's over for them. I have fought many battles with, alongside of many families to help them uh, advocate for their family members. I have been in hospital rooms where the doctor says, there is no hope. Uh, Take away the life support. And I, 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 I have been with families who have begged doctors not to do that, and now their loved one is walking and talking. Good heavens. Wow. And living a life, yes.
2: Okay. So uh, to so analyze this, Sue, and, and help me with it, uh, okay. if you have a problem with a muscle, uh, or yes. if you don't use your muscle, you can regain strength by, by therapy, by exercise. Is that what you're Correct. saying with regard to the brain, that that uh, you're yes. saying that the neurons were sleeping but not destroyed? Uh, so Correct. how do you, in effect, exercise the neurons to wake them up?
3: Okay, so uh, it is it is a global type of approach Um, For instance, someone comes in with an injury. They are uh, evaluated by our therapist. We have nine uh, different therapists of different uh, types of expertise, and we find out by having a client-centered talk with this person, what is it that they want to do? What do they want to work on? Um, I had a young girl, 22 years old, from a car accident be wheeled into our office, and the mother uh, was basically talking like me fast, aggressive, loud, advocating for her daughter. And when I asked this young gal, What do you want? the mother right away said, Oh, she wants. Uh, she wants to be able to use the bathroom. I don't want to change diapers any longer. And I said, "Well, actually, I'm asking your daughter, right?" Good,
2: certainly. And she
3: pointed. She pointed to her mouth. The daughter and being did. A woman, yes. Now, if that would have been a male, I think I would have thought he wanted to eat. <laughs> I said, do you want to learn to talk? And she was overjoyed because for the first time she had communicated with me, that's what she wanted. Hmm. Um, Okay. About a year and a half later, she gave her first speech at Chapman University. Oh,
2: goodness gracious. I hope you were there, Sue, were you?
3: Well, I got the. Um, they wouldn't. They didn't let me in. It was the class, but I got the tape, and I cheered uh, greatly. And um, I have so many of those stories that I. It is my joy, um, and I'm. I'm certainly not saying every single person uh, gets. Completely well. It's a lifelong journey, and we believe in research, recovery, and residual care. Uh, once injured, a person needs to keep working on their rehabilitation, and um, that gal is getting better and better all the time. And so tell uh, people, us,
2: tell us this twenty-five-year-old young lady who pointed yeah. at her mouth and wanted to talk, yeah. and a year and a yeah. half later gave a speech at Chapman <laughs> University class. What yeah. was the therapy? Yeah. Just, just, and then I'm going to ask you for another success story, too, because I'm just overwhelmed by it. But, but what was the therapy that Brain did to help her from no verbal ability, basically, to being able to yeah. give that talk?
3: Two things. Um, she began intense speech therapy, and intense physical therapy. And why do I say physical therapy if she's going to talk? Because the more we use our bodies, the uh, the stronger our muscles get physically. It sends messages to the brain. Oh, it wants to work. And it's like a symbiotic relationship. The brain begins to work to tell the muscles what to do and vice versa. So intense uh, physical, um, and speech augmented by some cognitive therapy uh, because what we find is people need to have small groups of, of uh, colleagues of people like them working together. You and I are working together right now. I put out an idea. You're shocked by it. And then I might talk some more. This is what we do at Brain, getting small groups um, of people together to work on conversation On uh, skill building for socializing, for making opinions. Sure. I mean, it's what, you know, it's what we all need.
2: Of course, regardless of our station in life. Uh, Tell me, what is cognitive therapy? What do you mean?
3: So, cognitive therapy is giving people. Um, strategies to solve problems. This world, I don't, it's not a newsflash, right? This world is full of problems. <laughs> but I don't even like to use the word problems. I like to wor- use the word challenges. And they have a huge challenge personally of having a brain injury, but now it creates other challenges in their lives. Um, how do I meet the challenge of ordering a hamburger uh, at Wendy's? We had a a fellow who didn't like hamburgers, but he loved his chicken burger at um, Wendy's. But for six months, he could not use the word chicken. So he, he got a hamburger. And it was like, the best day in the world when he figured out in cognitive class how do I meet that challenge? Because we don't try to feed them answers, we try to give them an atmosphere uh, to make decisions and to make strategy changes.
2: Indeed. So. Yeah, well, so- This is just exhilarating, uplifting, we're going to take a quick break here, and then I'm going to ask you several questions like, where is brain? Where can people get more information? I'm sure that there are many people listening that know people that can really use these sorts of things. And we'll talk about yeah. uh, one more victory, too, because it's just so exhilarating uh, among of many, I'm sure. I'm sure you've had some defeats as well. Then we'll also focus on the families and see how you can help the families adjust to these these various situations and, and reduce the tragedies. But we'll do all of this with Sue Reeb of Brain, which, again, is uh, is, is certainly a powerful place. Brain rehabilitation and injury work. A, work, a network here in Orange County, California. We'll come back and continue to be exhilarated after these few messages.
0: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. The Libertarian Party is the third largest political party in the United States, and it's more successful than ever. We don't just talk the talk of individual liberty and free markets. We also walk the walk. Libertarian Party candidates are getting elected to office across the United States, and we are making a difference. Org. Together, we can move mountains. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We are American's all listening to All
1: Rise, The Libertarian Way, with retired Judge Jim Gray. To find out more about Judge Gray, visit JudgeJimGray.com. That's JudgeJimGray.com. Now, back to All Rise.
2: Well, welcome back. This is Judge Jim Gray with my esteemed guest, Sue Reeb, R-U-E-B, of Brain, which is, we have all heard the Brain Rehabilitation and Injury Network. It's going to provide you not only with with hope, optimism, but optimistic and and, and sound results. Sue Reeb is a hero. But before we come back to Sue, my wife, as you know, has asked me to be involved a little bit with some intentional humor. So I've gotten into lexophiles, which are kind of play on words, and I'm going to throw two at you, Sue. The first is, okay. do you understand that a boiled egg is hard to beat? Yeah. Okay, there we go. That was the obligatory chuckle, but that's thank you. And then uh, did you hear about the man whose entire left side was cut off? He's all right now. Uh, oh well <laughs> that's a the a, groan I more often get that's but, a groaner. Uh, you know it's amazing so when I was on the bench still as a judge, my sense of humor yeah. was really good The attorneys would laugh at anything like that, I would say, and then, when I retired for some reason, I thought the delivery and the material was the same, but my the people just didn't laugh at my jokes as much, but now that i'm when I'm an arbitrator, <laughs> they laugh again it's it's kind of nice to hear, but but we're going to, first nice. of all, this is your your sight you're you're doing. Fantastic work, Brain Rehabilitation and Injury Network. Where are you? It's in Southern California, but where? Maybe even give an address. And give us your website where people can go to get more information and optimism and help.
3: We are in Cypress, California, right off of Valley View. And uh, it is 5656 Corporate. Avenue, And, you know, I'm even grateful for our address um, because sometimes people have short-term memory when they're dealing with brain injury. They only need to remember five, six, and then just repeat it, and they've got the, uh, the address. <laughs> um, it is a, a, a beautiful place of acceptance, love, and skill. We have uh, nine, let me see, nine or ten right now, I think, therapists who are at the top of their game. They all have uh, other jobs. So they all work at Brain one or two days a week. And they are, they happily uh, work for me there. Their hearts are in tune with what we are doing. Uh, I cannot pay them um, the amount that maybe another job can, so they're really uh, volunteering for me in some ways uh, because we are an organization. We are not a for-profit, but we are a non-profit. So basically, we keep our doors open, um, honestly, by faith. We have donors. And we do private pay uh, for our survivors, meaning that uh, we do not take insurance. If I did insurance, I'd have to pay someone full-time just to do insurance. We are uh, very low-staffed, and we are very heavy on volunteers. So. In other words, we only have about four uh, staff members, but I have at least 150 volunteers. What would your volunteers
2: do, Sue? Uh, If somebody out there is one of our listeners in Southern California would like to volunteer, what, what form of skill sets do you need? What do people, volunteers do for BRAIN?
3: Well, I have everyone from college graduates. Uh, who want uh, some hours in their post back work of uh, speech therapy, cognitive or physical therapy, all the way to retired people uh, in their 70s. Uh, what I ask them to do is the kinds of things to make the atmosphere of our place uh, comfortable. So for instance, on Tuesday night, uh, we have a large group meeting. It is free for all people who have brain injury and their families. They come there and our volunteers set up tables, they prepare food, they sit at the tables with the individuals, they uh, talk with them. They listen to the uh, brain injury survivors. Um, Anything that really helps our people, Uh, we love our volunteers. We have a program also that is free. It's called the Brain Cell Program. It is pairing up a volunteer with another brain injury survivor. And they just contact each other like a friendship uh, every month, uh, four times a month, either through text or phone call or coffee or a meal or go to the movies or whatever. Now, this is where I want to say the last few months have been extremely difficult for me to navigate, Judge, because I... Uh, open, of course close,
2: I open, close,
3: gotta open, be close. Open, close, open. Oh, oh, my gosh, because how do I explain that to brain injury survivors mm-hmm. who we become their family, we become their point of contact for health? And uh, so I closed completely from March 16th and opened up again on May 4th for individual therapy only. I bought plexiglass greens. We bought masks. We had iodine um, mixture to wash our hands. Uh, we have stayed very, very cautious. And uh, then mid-June, we started opening up our small groups again and, um, the end of June, our FBI, we call it FBI because it stands for Friends of Brain Injury. So our group loves being in the FBI. And we opened that, uh, the end of June. And, uh, we are, I'm just going to say I'm keeping it open two more weeks. Uh, and then giving them August off I just can't close it again because I will tell you the first three weeks of the shutdown I had four deaths in our group none of them were from COVID but they were from I, I hate to even say it but it is uh, isolation-type issues. Depression. Um, depression. Uh, fear Abandonment going
2: to by the... my friends. You know, they, they would yes. feel that, that you closed your doors to them. Is that what you're saying? That's
3: right. Yes, and they were afraid to go to the doctor, and so they let uh, some things go. Um, it was just a very uh, hard time for all of us. So after that, I made a decision that I'm going to stay open as long as I possibly can. And um, we're usually closed anyway for FBI July and August uh, so that we can plan our year uh, for September through June. But because we were closed all those months, I I just felt I had to stay open through July. And uh, we will take a look at things and see where we are in September.
2: Well, Sue, let me Uh, me say to you, as well as our audience here on All Rise, that it's clear to me, my approach as a libertarian, my approach as a human being, if I were a governor, if I were a mayor, I would put out honest information. And allow then different organizations such as yours to take precautions like you're talking about. You're taking iodine pills, taking all these precautions, advertise what precautions you're taking, and then allow your customers, your families, to make a decision as to whether they wish to come or not. And it's the same thing if I owned a a clothing store. You know, if you close me because I'm no longer essential, what are people going to do? They're going to go to Home Depot. They're going to go to Costco. They're going to go to a big box store that is essential. No, let me advertise. I put in a filtration system. I'm taking care of right. my hands. I'm taking That's the right. temperature of everybody coming in That's and then let we, my yes, customers make yeah. the decision. It's been an atrocity yeah. by our government. They've acted, they've acted to protect themselves from a political standpoint without taking into account the economy, as well as the humanity of it, I apologize to you on behalf of the state of California.
3: Well, amen to you, brother. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, that is who we have, and um, we are kind of subject, uh, so to speak, but I am continuing to do, and I have given, um, you know, our people the choice And uh, many are coming, but we are taking care of who comes. And um, I just have to leave it there and uh, move forward. And um, we plan on having our annual picnic outside in the park the end of August, and I have not canceled that, and I don't intend to. Uh. Unless I told them two weeks ago, unless the governor takes my key, we're staying open.
2: Good. Well, I, I, for one, do not, and I'm not giving legal advice, but I do not feel that the governors have the ability to close down people's uh, businesses. But if, if, and right now, just so our audience understands, uh, we're taping this in, in July, and this is going to be broadcast on the uh, 4th of September. So by that time, right. you will have already had Who knows? your your outing please invite my wife and I would love to come to your your outdoor event I would love to come
3: great all right uh I will it'll be stimulating
2: so I I do want if, if you're if someone in our audience has a friend a family member that they feel has been brain injured um Yes. What do you do to assist families? Because you're, you're encouraging the family, the support system, to come into BRAIN yeah. as well. Uh, tell me, I'm a father of a daughter who I think is brain injured. I bring my daughter in. What can I expect? Mm-hmm. What happens when I take a, and become one of your patients? Uh, yes. You're going to First assist of all, at BRAIN. Yeah.
3: First of all, we would uh, like some kind of... Um, an evaluation if there has been any at all anything that would help us see uh, what has taken place uh, whether it is an emergency room report or an accident report etc uh, it's helpful but it's not necessary we will give the um, evaluation when they step through the door we also have a group called Brain Angels, and that is specifically for family members of their loved one uh, that meets in a small group once a month to uh, give them resources to uh, help them to tell their stories to one another, to find camaraderie and uh, friendship there. And the other thing I want to stress is that all of our therapies, they cost something. Like uh, Brain Angels, I believe at this point, it's like $25. But we have never turned anyone away because of lack of finances. Many people on SSI or uh, assistance, They don't have the money to get the therapy that they need, and that is why we have a scholarship fund and that we rely on our donors uh, to help us pay for therapy for those who are in desperate need. I want to just quickly tell you about someone who, uh, at the time, was, I believe, late 30s when he had a motorcycle accident, and um, he laid in the hospital in a bed unable to move, uh, swallow, eat, talk, anything just on life support, and uh, his dad and and mother were extremely um, uh, encouraging, and they always were asking the questions to the doctor. And after uh, probably, I believe it was a year or more, that uh, the mom and dad switched roles. The dad became the caregiver, and the mom went to work. And that father looked and scoured and found therapies brain as well as other therapies, uh, pool therapy, and um, different uh, types of therapy all over, one here, one here, three there, two there. Today, that young man that could not move or eat or talk, he's doing all of those, and he's walking. And I'm telling you, it is an—it's a wonderful situation.
2: Sue, so, uh, while you were talking and I was listening, I went to your website. It's www.thebrainsitesite.org, okay. S I T E dot org, and all of this information is there. I just pass it on to our audience. Uh, you can talk okay. about. What you do, the information is there. It's supportive. Uh, If you want to volunteer, you show some pictures of some volunteers and even some donations. Uh, I can't think of a better organization to donate to than BRAIN. Go to thebrainsite.org, and uh, again, it just underscores our libertarian philosophy that the private sector is so much more effective, so much more beneficial than pretty much any government agency. You You just do this. You do it right. You are a libertarian group that deserves to be supported. Thank you, Sue Reeb.
3: Oh, thank you, Judge James Gray. That was a fantastic advocacy point for brain i thank
2: you so so family members uh, do if you are brain injured are there some medications that you'll be prescribed also or or not
3: well we leave medication that's a that's a uh, probably a subject for another day but uh, i am not anti medication But I certainly am not a doctor, and all of our therapists are certified and they are skillful. But, uh, and I have a a medical doctor, a specialist in brain injury, on my board. But we do not prescribe any medication, we leave that to their medical doctors. Um, But I will tell you that. Sometimes it's a bit of a conundrum because sometimes medication, interacting with other medication, can cause symptoms, and you wonder, is it the brain injury that's causing symptoms or is the medication reacting to one another? Of
2: course. Um, that's it's,
3: it, medication is just, um, for me, it's a third rail that I don't touch.
2: So... Um, You are in Southern California, in Northern Orange County, in Cyprus. Are there other organizations that you're aware of around the country? Because uh, I have a listenership not only around the country, but around the world. Uh, Are you a pioneer, or are there others that are doing the same thing you are, to your knowledge, Sue Reeb, with BRAIN?
3: Well, to my knowledge, I have um, not found one. that has the same, I would call it, ethos that we do. Uh, there are clinics, there are maybe organizations, uh, there are large organizations and I have myself tried to get help from large organizations and they seem to be a website taking money. I am more interested in action. Um, I want to see therapy. I want to see interaction with with people, not just information giving. If that makes sense. Um, large organizations sometimes become very bureaucratic rather than libertarian. Can I just say that?
1: <laughs>
2: we we say everything on all rise, Sue. But so if <laughs> I am a father of a. Child or a wife or or someone yes. who I believe may have been brain injured. In fact, yes, my yes. wife was in a collision. Uh, she isn't acting quite the same. She has headaches, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm yes. in Colorado. How can I benefit from brain? Uh, it, what what can I do? Well, what would you recommend that I do to try to address this foreign, difficult, challenging issue, Sue?
3: Well, we have people call from all over uh, every day. I try to give references to either a doctor or a clinic that I know of. I know a a very good uh, hospital in uh, Denver area. I know a very fantastic scanning, uh, a brain scanning uh, company that has probably 13 clinics around the country uh C E R E S C A N works with us. Uh and there are referrals that we give to people to try to point them in the right direction. Uh I would call Sarascan and various doctors or hospitals the hardware and brain becomes the, the software. Uh, we are the daily um, determined atmosphere that people can uh, get improvement, uh, but in an acute situation, your, your doctor, your ER are going to point you into a first acute uh, section of medical health, and then as the person gets better... And realizes they're stumped. Now, what do I do? Their insurance runs out. They have no more uh, therapy because there is no money in rehabilitation, believe me. No. Sure. So, once well, the insurance runs out at Kaiser or some large corporation, they go home, they sit on the couch, they pop a beer, and they watch television. And that becomes their life. And I say that is a bigger tragedy.
2: I assume that alcohol is counterproductive if you have a brain injury. Is that a valid assumption usually?
3: It is It is a huge assumption. It is a huge assumption. Uh, any kind of um, really just the idea of self-medicating, whether it is alcohol or drugs, Anything that alters the brain is only going to uh, more uh, acutely affect the brain that has already been injured. It's counterproductive completely, completely.
2: So popping a beer is uh, not a good thing to do. Let let me tell you again, I'm looking at your website, uh, thebrainsite.org, S-I-T-E, and it's it's there, folks. Uh, If you have a request, you can contact Sue Reeb and her wonderful staff on by email at inquiry at thebrainsite.org. And I'll even give out the phone number. It's not a secret because it's on your website. 714-828-1760. Right. Again, 714-828-1760. And you certainly hooked me I, I was hooked before sue but but this is this is just a wonderful thing that you were doing for people. Uh, I know you were drawn into it involuntarily you didn't have this background you're a caring mother. I know that you had to have been what may I say accused by different doctors uh, with this thing with Kristen when it was happening saying, well, you know, yeah. you're just a better mother or the rest, but that when you told me that she would burn her hand on an iron when she was, I can't remember, you said three or four years old, uh, yeah. and then yeah. do it same thing the next day. I mean, that says mm-hmm. volumes. That's not a mental illness. That is, that is shown as a brain injury. So, so we have just a minute or two left to uh, again, Brain scans are quite helpful, I believe, and can really show miraculous things right now, and, and yes. that would be helpful. But, but again, just a parting word. Thank you for what you're doing. Any final thoughts for our, for our audience here as you go on about doing your angelic work?
3: Well, I just want to say I thank you for allowing me to talk but I want to say to the people who are suffering, we care, and I'm so sorry that they are going through this part of their journey. And sometimes even a phone call, just hearing another person's voice is huge comfort, and I thank God that He has given me this opportunity to really help, to encourage, and support those of you who are going through this. Call me, and we will chat. Thank you. And hopefully, I can be a bit of help.
2: Bless you bless you. The idea, we care, there is hope. That's the message from Sue Reeb at Brain. Mm. She's just doing yeah. wonderful work, Brain Rehabilitation and Injury Network. This is what we do on All Rise, all kinds of different issues. This one brings hope, a libertarian approach, because she's <laughs> she's just doing this out of the goodness of her heart and for human reasons. So thank you, Sue. Thank you for being with us, our, our audience as well. Tune in next week, or you can hear this one again on demand uh, whenever you want Want, going to www.voiceamerica.com. And in the meantime, I will say, as I always do as I sign off, life is good. And why do I say that? Because it truly is.
0: The Libertarian Party is the third largest political party in the United States, and it's more successful than ever. We don't just talk the talk of individual liberty and free markets. We also walk the walk. Libertarian Party candidates are getting elected to office across the United States, and we are making a difference. Join the Libertarian Party today at LP.org. Together, we can move mountains.